nothing really. And then when it gets to 5pm or 6pm, I just start drinking. Welcome to the podcast. This is the collective podcast, I guess, and I'm with Rohan. What's up? Hey, Rohan. How are you doing? How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, man. And you? I, I, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's the, currently the 31st of December, so happy New Year to anyone who's gonna be listening to this because chances are it's gonna come out after New Year, like about three, four days probably. A hundred percent after New Year. Oh yeah. To be honest. It's 5 p.m. on the 31st. To be fair. This is going up after New Year. I really could. If I tried to and if I wasn't busy tonight, I could actually completely edit it and get it out. But it'd be like... Sounds like a boring life. It, it, it would be a very boring life. It'd be a very boring New life Year's, indeed. I plan to fucking drink too much. Y- yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds like... Was, you're, you're bordering... Like, wait, what, what age are you, Rohan? I'm 18. Ah, Don't worry about okay. it. I'm almost 19. We, we, we legally drink here. <laughs> We we don't illegally You're fine. drink. It's legal. I'm also 18. Uh, please don't pull me it's over. It's all legal. I can't drive. Neither can I. You I don't have to worry about I don't even have I don't even have a driving license to drive. I actually started taking. Neither do I. I, I started taking my driving le- lessons last I Sunday, and then tier four kicked in. How's tier four affecting you, Rohan? Oh, a lot because all I do is sit in my room and do stuff like. I may be applying for jobs, I may be playing a video game, I may be watching Netflix or YouTube or whatever. But I mean, nothing really. And then when it gets to 5pm or 6pm, I just start drinking. Not a lot, I'm not an alcoholic yet. But <laughs> I start drinking, plus doing all the things I mentioned before. Well, that, that's it. That, that sounds like everything I would do, except drinking. Plus, I, 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 I wake up at like midday. So I mean... I can't do that. I can. It's the only thing I can do. I can't wake to up midday. Any effect. It annoys me. Other than drink. I actually get annoyed at myself at when I wake up at midday. Even if I stayed up all night doing absolute bollocks, I hate waking up midday. I've... I mean, so do I, but it doesn't stop me from doing it. Yeah, too fair. People who do crack, they they know crack ruins their lives, but it doesn't stop them from doing it. So I guess. I mean, it's a bit it's a bit different because crack is highly addictive. Like yeah. incredibly so. Yeah, but so it's like... the day. It's not that addictive. It's just I've got a shit sleep schedule and I don't plan. A sleep schedule? What's that? Well, that's the point, isn't it? To have none. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. Right. Shall we? Shall we get into the the main topics then? Shall we? Well, we've been speaking for around three minutes about absolute nonsense. So. So it'd be best, maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So um. First off, how's your 2020 been? Well, it's been it's been fast. I was about to say it's been slow, but no, it's been fast. It's already basically 2021, which is insane. Yeah, it's been a really it, it, fast. It does year. not does not feel like it's it should be this time. Like on Christmas Day, didn't feel like Christmas. Oh yeah, no way. Like last year it was yeah. like pretty good. This it year. Just, on the day, it felt like Christmas, I guess, but like even going up to it, not really much else. Like you didn't really no, feel anything. For me, it just felt like uh, the day. It felt like Christmas Eve, but instead we opened presents and had a big dinner. Yeah, like earlier than you. That's it. Too, like, yeah, still good. I I found it was pretty it good. Like I I got it was I, jolly. I got it was jolly because Christmas music was blasting nonstop. Oh, for like. 12 15 hours but i mean other than that i have i don't like christmas songs that much i have a i have a christmas playlist i have only, i play only once a year and every year i add new songs to it almost like an advent calendar but for christmas songs that's actually a really cool idea <laughs> yeah so i started off two years ago uh well actually no, i started off a year ago last christmas i think when i went to uh, malawi yeah but I mean, it's just the same old Christmas song, except two songs, which I will never add to it. And that's all I want for Christmas is you and Walking in the Air, because fuck oh, me, the worst song. I can't stand that. I, I can, Walking those... in the Air is not a Christmas song. Oh, no, it's not. It's really not. It just sounds like a depressed old person, just, you know, like a hermit. I mean, you say old person, the dude was like 13 when he sung it. 
That's even worse. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can't sing it anymore because he can't get the <laughs> the high voice. Because he's now like fifty. I have one song, one Christmas song that I like, and it's "Bless Ye Merry Gentlemen." Except it's a very specific version. It's by Clamavi de Profundus. I think he's French. One of the few sick pronunciation. Yeah, very very bad. Like I can't. Like pronunciation for me like, in French. Well, there's only awful. My favorite Christmas song is uh, "Fairy Tale of New York" by the Pogues. See, everyone says that, but like because it just is the best. It's Let all right. Beat around the bush. It just yeah. It's it's got it's a got... lot of bounce to it. I'll give it that. But apart from that, there's not really and not it much says else some to very it. Very naughty words. Yes, naughty words. Which you unless you profanity. Yes, that's not very PC. Oh yeah, this is a very P- well. I say this is a very PC podcast. The words I think we've sworn at least ten times each already. Oh so not yeah, very, not very child friendly. No, I'm doing very good. Normally, I've said around fifty. Oh. Yeah, usually you say you say fuck every other sentence. Yeah, no, I'm really trying to you know hold myself back because I know if I don't, I will just go on a tangent of like words to say, and you'll never get a proper job. Why do you think we should hire you? Well, first of all, I think you should fucking hire me I'm, because I'm just the best fucking candidate for this best fucking Great job. customer uh, service. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? What the What's fuck the, do you want? Hello, customer service. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? <laughs> oh, I'm having an issue with this uh, this product. Oh, well, can you please go into more fucking detail? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh, as a customer service engineer, are you supposed to swear this much? I have no fucking clue, madam. Just please get into the details of what your fucking issue is. Yeah, I mean, you'd be awful. Let's be honest, you'd be oh, awful. Yeah, but what do you mean? What do you mean real? What do you mean job? I, I isn't. I thought doing Twitch was a job. Oh <sighs> no, yeah, no, it's not. It, uh, yeah. Unless, <laughs> okay, well, it's not a well, job it, unless can... you're successful. It can be a job, but it's not a real job, let's be honest. Unless you're successful in it, it's not a job. Well, I mean, it depends how you define real job. I define real job like office work or nine to five. Or, I can't stand office uh, work. Like a, d- a dedicated salary, like a, a yearly salary or a weekly salary or whatever, where you get your paycheck. But no, on Twitch or YouTube, it's just, well, YouTube less so, but Twitch is like, Oh, I'm just gonna rely on d- people donating money to me. Well, to, no, to basically, it it is mainly donations. Well, when you think about it, like, like subscribing, you're well, you get technically you get donating little bits from ads. Yeah, but no, you get like fuck all from ads. Like I've had around, I think I had about not even a single penny from an ad. Like you're not big enough yet. Yeah, I know, but as like. You got to be. I think you've got to be Twitch partner to start getting money from ads. No, you can get ads as a um affiliate. Because yeah, I've got, I've got Twitch partner. Hmm. Is that not Twitch partner? No, affiliate. Affi- oh, okay. Basically, affiliate and partner are very different. Affiliate just takes, like, not basically. You can buy affiliate. Fair if enough. you go on like a Monster Cat, which is a, mu- a music streaming website where you can just get a license for like all the songs on the website basically if you get it you get affiliate which a lot of people have an issue with including me because it just like you put a lot of work towards your channel and stuff and then monster cat yeah here buy this and get something people work hard for for free and it just pisses well, everyone the thing off is, if people work hard for it they just they, you don't have to work hard for it you just buy it it's the thing yeah, I know, but like, to, it's but, sort of a, a non-starter that because if you do work hard, you can just buy it and get it. Like there are benefits to buying it because you do have things like subscriber badges where you can just you know put those on there. Like I didn't even make my subscribe badges until like three weeks after I got affiliate, maybe two weeks after. Which it was nothing special. It was just my lo- like my main logo for my channel, just in different colors. And the last like the one for like one year, just in like a gold. Which I've just thought, like, hey, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, though, I guess. Yeah. So let's see. Not really, yeah. Uh... 2020. January, it was a mess. February. Well, no, Jan- January, February, March were all right. Well, wasn't World War Three going to happen in January? 
No, it was never going to happen. Let's be honest. Yeah, February. The only thing bad that was happening was the fact that oh, Australia was on fire. That was like, wasn't that more to like the end of January? It was like no, mid January. It was, it was, no, no, it was going from months end after. Of, end of December, start of January, where all the the, the horrible stuff was happening. And obviously, it's all horrible. Oh yeah, I'm not saying oh, 20, only the that's all. Twenty twenty has been horrible. Obviously, all bushfires are horrible. All people who have been uh, dealing with the the smoke inhalation and other circumstances because of those bushfires, it's all awful. Like, no doubt about it. But I think the, the worst of the bushfires happened to begin the year. Yeah. Like, in, uh, in January, right at the beginning of January. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah. But other than that, January, February, March... Not really an issue, but then it was halfway, about halfway into March or three quarters into March. That's when everything started going wrong. All the coronavirus just everywhere. Couldn't fucking stop it. Yeah, then you have fucking anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. Well, I couldn't... Like, the rise of the anti-vaxxer. Like, that, that's what this year should be called. Or the fall. Depends how many die. Yeah, that's, the... that's bad. <laughs> it's really bad to say, no. but it's so okay, true. No, if, no, if you if you aren't gonna wear a mask when well, right, well, in the UK, it's like fucking mutated to like a a, a deadlier strain or something like that. And if you don't get well, vaccines, yeah, it's it's natural selection at that point. Just Darwinism. Just hey, you die, you die. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> it is what it is. You may be ranting on about your rights. Well, that'll kill you. <laughs> Sorry, but it will. I don't. I don't get that. It's like, oh yes, it's our right not to wear. You you know, you don't need to wear clothes, but you know, you're told to. Or like, well, because you know, just moral decency. Well, I think it's a, it's a it's a little bit different. Yeah, but hey. because people have been wearing clothes for how many years? Over yeah, 1, 000, over two, over three thousand years. But like, I, Whereas I, this mass thing is only this year. I think we should. And uh, it's been a lot, a spread of a huge amount of misinformation and conspiracy theories from wackadoodle people who, for some reason, still have platforms to spread this shit on. Okay, you know what I find it really, I find really funny. Now, what? I don't want to get too political because this. Like, it, 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 too far. just by saying this, this is going to be way too political. This is, it's already too political. Yeah. I think we should, uh, we should cut it off there a little bit. I, I want to, but I, I, it's, it's, I want to, I need to point out the irony of this. Many Trump supporters, right? Not Republicans, Trump supporters, because they're very different people. My phone just went off. <laughs> very professional. Yeah, I know. Professionalism is my middle name. Which I'd honestly prefer that because my middle name is Ass. I don't like it. It's my brother's name. You remember my brother, don't you, Rohan? What, Finnan? Yeah. I... Why are we talking about this? This is yeah. going to be cut. <laughs> uh, it might be cut. I, it, it depends if I remember to keep it in or not because I probably won't be bothered to look through. Like, I'll, I'll need to edit some of it. But basically... You will need to edit all of this out yeah. because this is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, most likely. But basically, with people who are Trump supporters, they'll say that, oh, uh, the COVID isn't real, and like everyone who believes in it is a massive idiot. Except they'll praise him when he's he's talking about the vaccine. It's like, well, oh, Trump bring the vaccine. It's like, no, scientists did. Your leader doesn't even believe in science, like, 90% of the time. So, uh... Well, I mean, there was a... That's one of the funniest quotes of Trump I've ever heard. He was talking about the uh, the California wildfires happening. Oh god! Oh, and one of the uh, it was like a meeting. He was having a meeting with some of the the senior fire department members oh, in uh, California. Oh. Uh, and uh, it was talking about uh, global warming, I think. And one of the the fire department guys said, uh, "Science shows that if we keep going the way we're going, uh, the uh, with global warming and that, the bushfires going to get worse, and eventually." Uh, it'll be in- uninhabitable. And Trump just went, you know, I don't think science knows. <laughs> and I mean, it's the funniest thing I think I've ever... In another world, Trump is a comedian. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, in another world, he's a comedian. No, too fair. He don't, like, there are some cases where, like, 
he's actually talking like a leader. And it's like... Yeah, okay, well, you... currently... Oh, yeah, no. Currently, I'll give him props. He wants to get that $2,000 stimulus check for all Americans. Yeah, but didn't Republicans... Which is a good thing. Didn't Republicans, like, earlier on in the year, was like, no, we don't want that. Screw those people. Well, no, cu- currently he's trying to get it. But there's one one Republican in particular, the Isn't speaker, it like Mitch or the the, the leader like of the GOP or whatever. Yeah, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, he is that literally dick. like one of the only people who have said no. Everyone like, else has said people. yes, and he's like, no, 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 no one's going to get that money. Like six hundred. Like, Shut up. When Trump's going for it, like, when when Trump's like, yes, we want this. Even after they completely balls it up earlier up in the year. When, when when Trump's saying, yeah, we need this now, you know you're in the wrong. Like, yeah, you, you are you are in the wrong when, like, most, like, tons of people around the world are even agreeing with him. Anyway. I, I just think that if the entire government of the United States, president, even a lot of Republicans and Democrats are saying every United States citizen should get $2,000, and then it's blocked off by one person... That one person should just shut the fuck up and everyone should get $2,000. Yeah, that's Why does good. he have the power to stop that? Why does he have that amount of power? I don't know, because... Over the, even over the president. Because that is insane. American leaders all have superiority complexes, maybe? <laughs> Something like that? I don't even think it's that. I, think it's, I just think he hates the American people. I think he just hates people. That's the issue. Just hates poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't all Republicans? Uh, it seems like that. No, that's that. That's, that's a statement. That's that's incorrect. Not all Republicans hate. Just a lot of. Uh, it's probably quite a loud minority. It's it's like, people who do are just. There's, there's a, I think there's a line between Trump supporter and Republican because not there are Republicans there who don't support Trump. No, oh, yeah, hundred percent. It's like more you... and more. As as this whole uh, voter fraud fiasco goes on, there's more and more Republicans who are going against Trump and should just and just saying, just give up. You've lost. There's no point. Also, another point. Because I yeah, go on. Okay. Uh, basically, another point is, whenever you, you you're talking to like an American, like a hardcore Trump supporter, and you mention you're from another country, because I've I I have a burner account, which I'm not gonna say what name it is. Because if I had it on my all my main stuff, it'd be just littered with just telling people to shut the fuck up. It really would. <laughs> but whenever you mention you're from another country, it's like, oh, shut up! You don't live in America. It's like you don't get you don't get to say anything. It's like you, you know, America like affects the rest of the world, right? Like you realize that everything America does affects every other country. So we have a right to an opinion on it. Don't affect my rights. I have a right. <laughs> <laughs> You may have a right not to wear a mask. Well, I have a right to uh, comment on how shit your country is managed. And they bitch around like on things like Twitter. It's like, oh, Twitter's censoring. It's like, well, if if you agree to Twitter's terms of service, and if they said they can label you as a Nazi, and you you have to, and you agree to that without reading it, that's your fault. That that that's your fault. Yeah, You're labeled as a Nazi then. That's because you didn't read it. You're the moron here. Twitter's not censoring you because it's not government-owned. So, there's that. Yeah. Right, shall we move on to, yeah, uh, to lighter news? Yes, um... Games. Right. What are yes. your favourite games of 2020? I've played a couple new games. Okay. Uh, that have come out this year. Uh, my favourite of them being Cyberpunk, because it's just an amazing game. Okay, what are your experience with that game? You're playing on PC, aren't you? Yeah, I'm playing on PC. I'm playing on uh, Ultra settings. Oh, okay. What's your frame rate like? 40. 40 FPS. So it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the game itself is is amazing. It does Uh, look good. Excellent characters. Excellent story. Written very well. Characters are written very well. Character development is good. Everything is good. The bugs... I haven't experienced in my personal uh, playthroughs. I have not experienced game-breaking bugs. I've not experienced immersion-breaking bugs. Other than sometimes a car may just pop into existence right in front of me and cause me to crash while I'm driving. Is that really... That's about it. That's nothing new, though. GTA's been doing that for, like, what? Exactly. It's entire lifetime? (laughs) 
there may be a few uh, graphical issues, like if you move too fast between areas, graphics may not load in 100%, but then they load in within two seconds anyway, so it's not really uh, an issue. Okay. But I mean, overall, the game is, I recommend it. It's really good, really fun. Uh, they did a good job with it, and of course, uh, it's getting weekly updates, uh, and then early next year, there will be a new DLC. Okay. All right. Free DLC is what people are suspecting, because that's how they did with The Witcher. Loads of free DLC and two big paid DLCs. Yeah, the, like, I've not I've not finished The Witcher once, and I am ashamed to say that very much so. That is, I've 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 finished it like five times I, with the DLC. It actually hurts me that I've not finished it, but it's because I end up I get so wrapped up doing side quests that there's like so many. And I just do them all, so I just never progress the story for like. Wait, how long's the story? Was it fifty hours? Like some of that, or probably less, a little less. I don't know. But I end up spending around the entire story length doing st- like side missions. So I just never yeah, get well, through I mean, any of the story. Side missions aren't. I mean, they can be fun, but I mean. In my opinion, The Witcher's story, uh, the first half of it's a bit boring. Yeah, it, it's all, it's all right. But as, but as soon as meh. you save, as soon as you get Siri back, save her, the story just ramps up and just it's amazing. The, well, the second half is incredible. I'm well, I'm at the part where I'm getting the boat to Skellige, so. So you're not even a no, quarter way no. through the story, and I'm still I'm still doing tons of side missions. That's pitiful. It, That's, it is. There's no excuse. Too far. I only want to do all, all like all the side missions because I want to get like all the grandmaster armor and stuff because of, like just the, the combinations and stuff you can get with it is so cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, also all the house armor looks so good as well. Yeah. Well, you you can't fully experience that game without completing the story. Yeah, and then also the the DLC. The DLCs are incredible. Yeah, just incredible. I always hear lots of good things about DLCs. But on a on a note back to Cyberpunk, what people don't understand is yes, it's buggy, but to begin with, Witcher was just as bad. But now look at Witcher; it's game of the decade. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's one of the best games ever created. By like, it's got one of the highest Metacritic ratings ever for a video game. And that, to begin with, that was just as buggy as Cyberpunk is. So, uh, things can only go up for Cyberpunk. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, they're, they're amazing developers. Ooh. They know what they're doing. They've apologized. They've issued refunds. They know that it wasn't up to scratch. And they're working on it, which is good. Better, <laughs> better than some other game companies. IG, EG, sorry. Uh, EA. Activision, Ubisoft, those, their games, I mean, did you see Ubisoft this year, they've released Watch Dogs Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Too fair. two of the most buggiest games yeah. I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, apparently Legion just wasn't, it just, it just missed the mark, and then you had, um, well, Penguin Zero Z, or most critical, like, essentially just take down... The fact that yeah, whoever I don't know the company that made the game, but just took it down completely, and that everyone, everyone, yeah, and everyone hates it. Everyone and just then hates it. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm still seeing right. That game came out in November, I think September or uh, October or November. Yeah, I'm still seeing on the Assassin's Creed Valhalla subreddit people experience bugs and glitches to where the fact they can't even open the game, and they haven't been able to open the game since launch. Because it just isn't optimized in any way for anything. That's that's awful. I mean, it's it's despicable. People complaining to CD Projekt Red for the Cyberpunk's rocky launch, but nobody's complaining to Ubisoft about their two horrific games that they've launched within what, like a three-week period. I think that's just I because mean, Ubisoft. It's, it's ridiculous, man. I think it's because Ubisoft as a company just kind of died out, really. Like, what really big titles do they still have going for them? 
except Assassin's Creed. except Assassin's Creed because when like when was the last good Assassin's Creed? Uh, they've got the the Tom Clancy games. Yeah, that's kind of it though, really, isn't it? But they're still like renowned games. That's the thing. The, um... Ubisoft is still a triple A developer. Their games should be triple A worthy. Their games were on launch should have zero to no issues due to the fact how big the company is and how much money they have to put in the game. Let's fair, be honest. I got. I think a lot of games that came out this year, any of them that are buggy, are a lot of it I can, it can say also is down be the COVID explained. a little bit. It can be explained. People have been working from home. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not trying to, to like completely shit all over. To be fair to them, yes, everyone has been working from home and been developing from home, coding, whatever. Animated. It's it's been hard. I understand. Yeah. But why why rush to release a game? I'm. It's not just developers. It's also the people who play the games. They need to be patient. The game. <laughs> they say, okay, the game needs a couple more months. We're gonna work on it, and then they delay the game because it, they still need more time to do it. And the game people who play games are like, oh, release it now. We need it now. So we don't care if it's buggy. Nah, 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 nah. Literally. And as soon as it's released, because people wanted it released, it's buggy, they start complaining about it. Like, shut the fuck up, pick a side, be patient, the game's not ready yet, wait for it to be ready, so you can have the best experience playing it. Don't complain about the bugs if you basically forced a company to release it early. That's what happened in Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Like, Cyberpunk, everyone was, like, just pushing it. It's like, wait, what? how long were they in crunch for? An entire year? No, no, no. It was three months. Was no, it? Not even three months. Yeah, it, was like it was two months. I thought it was way it longer was so than that. so short. No, no. It was a short time of crunch. Jesus. Well, they, why, they shouldn't they have went, even been in crunch because it they wasn't went, ready. They, they went on crunch uh, like three weeks before the, the November release date when they pushed it back to November, so November 19th. Uh, then they went on crunch until then and then they came up with a message saying we're delaying it until December 10th. Uh, they should just left it longer. It it, it wasn't ready. It should have been New Year. But I mean, I'm happy with the game. I know some people aren't. That's why. I think Sony and X, Microsoft and Seed Program themselves have issued refunds for it. I think if you're on PC and you have a decent, a high end system like mine and yours, because like, what do you have? A sixteen sixty? Sixty super. Yeah. See, I have a twenty seventy super. So like but we I mean, we'd play it pretty <laughs> well. We wouldn't have that many issues with it, and like, like what like CPU do you have? I seven. I seven. Something. Yeah, see, mine one like a, a newer I seven. Mine's an I seven eighty seven hundred K, except it's like clocked at like four point four gigs, which is like fit point. It's like fifty gigahertz higher. Wait, no, not fifty gigahertz. Like point fifty gigahertz higher. I think. I mean. Yeah, about, all, about all, that. all I'm trying to say is that people should be more patient with game developers because game de- game I would say game making is game developing whatever is a form of art. It's definitely a form of art. Oh yeah, it's an art form. From even building like a basic platformer like two years ago, and it was ass. It wasn't good by any people, means. It's an art form. People spend years of their life making these things like it's also don't harass developers no why developers aren't the ones who aren't pushing things out harass the higher ups the managers the ceos whatever those are the people who have got deadlines for these developers those are the people who who, uh who dictate when the game's released and put people on crunch there is no need to to send death threats developers and stuff i feel sorry for people who work at bungie because twitter the shit they get off people is so unbelievable the the worst type of people are angry video game players they're the worst because they just expect everything to be handed on to them on it they don't they don't care how much anyone puts any how much work anyone puts in they don't care about that they just care about I want it now. Let me play it now. Yeah. It's not what I think it's going to be. I'm going to kill you. Like, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's stupid. Wasn't it? You, the, Even... You should just tell these dudes, tell these angry 
like people on Twitter, just you try make a game, try make it how it is. You animate everything, you develop, code it, whatever, and see how your fucking game turns out. Like, there's no need for people to get angry. It, it, it bugs me beyond anything. Like it happened with the uh, the Last of Us Two launch as well this year. Oh God! Another another game which I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was perfect. I... Perfect sequel. Amazing it graphics. Amazing gameplay. It was, it was perfect for me. Perfect to uh, to continue the story of The Last of Us One. It just but seemed... people were so angry by the creative decisions that Naughty Dog made for that. Because oh my god, the outrage, the death threats, the just everything. Holy shit! Yeah. As well, people people were mad that Joel was killed off. Right? People say, "Oh, you killed the main character." No, 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 no. What people don't understand is that Joel is not the main character yeah. of the game. Even Ellie I know is. that. It's, I... it's all about Ellie, that game. First one and second one. First one, what do you do? You escort Ellie to the Fireflies because she's just immunity. All about Ellie. Second one, okay, yeah, obviously all about Ellie. Actually, no, the second one's more about Joel than Ellie because the second one's about avenging Joel. Yeah, re- revenge. <laughs> it, it, practically but, its main plot point. But people were just so... Just so up in arms about the fact that, oh, we don't get to play Joel again. Who's but your it... favourite character in that entire in the, in the game? I haven't played it, but I've watched people play it for about... I think it's I've seen hard. most of the game. I, I can't say my favourite character, because they're all written beautifully. They're all... They've all got amazing development. They're just... They're, the Naughty Dog have done an outstand, outstanding job there with both games, Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2. But people just can't get over the fact that they're playing a female protagonist sometimes, and the fact that that female may be a lesbian. Oh, like, she, oh yeah, she was. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that was a, another horrible thing. That that was... Oh, yeah. Like, they... I'm, I'm so embarrassed to be part of the, the people who play games community, the gamer community, because of just how many people were angry at the fact that Ellie was a lesbian, and the fact that in she kissed Dina, and they lived together. Like the fact that so many people were angry at that, it hurts, man. It's so unbelievable how just awful some human beings are. I think the only issue, one of the few issues I had with the game was it's not it's a plot a, its plot point, but the reason why people were doing stuff. It was just revenge. Like, something happens. Revenge. Revenge. It it, it was a reoccurring thing, which you, if you look past, you can get see, over it. But as That's he... why I think it's beautiful, because the whole point of it is that revenge is pointless. That's the whole, like, uh, fable of the game. The whole story of the game. That if you go out for revenge, it won't solve anything. You won't, just get any, you won't get any feeling of like satisfaction. You won't get anything. It just makes you a bad person. You've really just put that on its head. I'm just rethinking all of it now. Because that's why do you think Ellie didn't kill Abby at the end? Because she realised that somewhere this cycle of revenge has to happen. Because what? Why did Joel die? Because Abby wanted revenge for Joel killing her father. But why did Ellie want Abby to die? Well. Because Ellie wanted revenge for Abby killing Joel. So she realised, like, it's only going to go round in circles. If I keep killing, people are just going to come for me or the people I love. And she realised that it should stop. And that's why she let her go. The whole thing is about trying to stop the cycle of revenge from hurting even yourself again. And that is why I believe it is one of the most beautifully written games in the world. Like, ever. That's like some, like... I had some really out of the box thinking. That's put like that's yeah. put like, the entire thing span on its head. I'm just looking at it completely differently. I'm just exactly. Like, what that's, the that's shit? why I think that's what Naughty Dog, like how Naughty Dog wanted to pe- people to interpret think it. about the game, interpret it. How like not everything you go for, like not everything, just because you think it's a good thing or it's the right thing, doesn't mean it is the right thing to do. Yeah. Which I mean, astonish is 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 amazing. Like it's between my game of the year is between Last of Us Two and Cyberpunk, no doubt about it. Oh, game of the year for me would have to be 
even okay, well, I wouldn't say I'd say game of the year for me, just as in games that I've enjoyed this year. One of them ha- did come out this year. The another one came out a few years ago, but I only got. I guess Yakuza. Yeah, zero. That mm-hmm. that <laughs> thought so. That game was so good. It was so well done. The combat, the story, even though some of it does seem a little a little off, which you know I couldn't. I you've not seen any of Zero, have you? I haven't seen any. Of yeah, so I'm not even gonna bother try getting into the story because it would just be completely pointless. But it was just so well done, and there are a couple of things I wish they like just you know kind of included in like just way more from the prequel games that came out earlier on because some of it like at the end a character goes somewhat insane except it doesn't make any sense why he went insane but then he's still insane so it's just like and he goes he's called name's manjima the mad dog of shimano since he's part of the shimano clan because also in japan (laughs) you lost me uh uh uh, like yeah early on (laughs) Basically, he has to kill this person to get back into the Toga clan. And Toga clan? Yeah, Toga clan. I haven't played it in like a while. And basically, he has to kill this person because he he went into exile. He's trying to get back in. And he has this dick dick of a guy ruling over him as, as he's trying to earn a crap load of money from a nightclub to get back in. Like something like 100 million yen. Something stupid like that. So just your casual Thursday. Yeah, and he's been stuck <laughs> there for like two, three years. So then he gets this um, assassination hit to kill this girl, which then he goes. Well, you said you tra- weren't gonna try and explain the story to me. You know, this is on, this is one character. There's two characters you play as. Well, <laughs> fuck me. Yeah, I mean, you, you, basically, at this point, he, I'm I'm listening, but I'm not hearing. Basically, he's going in one ear, out the other. He finds girl, doesn't want to kill girl, falls in love with girl, girl nearly dies, and then goes insane over girl nearly dying, which makes not much sense. <laughs> I mean, then again, his crazy what love uh, love does to you, eh? I do fair. I think it is mixed with his brother being killed. I think as well, but that was like a good few years before, so yeah, that's Yakuza Zero. That's only one half of the game. There's tons of stuff to do afterwards which I've not even attempted. But then you have well for me, twenty twenty twenty, Ghost of Tushima. Which I Tsushima. Uh yeah, that that's it. It's, it's, yeah. Pronunciation. A game that uh, I do want to play and I have seen very good things about but I haven't had a chance to play as of yet. It's oh it's great. It really is great. It, it proved like I don't know how long that game was in development for, but it has a full like if you you played Fallen Order, haven't you? Yeah. Well, the combat's a little similar to that in terms of like, like you know, like just like combat one to one and all that, but not mm. so much like the skill tree and stuff like that. Wait, completely different in some aspects. Like you have different stances that you can choose from, which are effective against certain enemies. Like, yeah. there's this one stance called Stance of the Wind where you can, like, hold triangle and you just, like, kind of charge up your, like, technical, a melee, technically, and then just, you just boot people into the air and they get knocked down to the floor and you just stab a sword through them. It's really fucking cool. Fair enough. And the story itself is incredibly in-depth. There's so much to it, and like the when it comes to like you know the honor of a samurai because he technically somewhat died and came back to life, so now he's called a ghost, sort of. That's I don't get. In- I imagine that's why, because I know the island's called Tsushima, so that's why it's probably called Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Very smart. I'm, I don't. I don't want to say too much because you because I don't really care much about spoilers but you know you you're pretty into your story game so oh yeah hundred percent I I love story games is one of my like key favorite games RPG whatever whatever be it story game love it and that's why I love the the smaller companies like uh, Naughty Dog or uh, CD Projekt Red they don't try to like go too ambitious. With their games, their their story games, Last of Us Two and uh, Cyberpunk aren't overly ambitious, and they spend years 
just years on these games to try and make like the stories and the characters just as like intriguing, immersive as possible, and they do really good jobs of it. But when you see companies like EA or Activision or Ubisoft try and make games like that, it falls flat on its face. And then we have Bethesda and Bioware. I don't want to. Bioware <laughs> is owned by Bioware's owned by EA. Yeah, no, but, but if we're going by company, like actually but individuals. I don't, but I don't. Publishers. I don't hold a grudge against Bioware because they are owned by EA. Because everything they do is dictated by EA. Fair enough, then. I, I wasn't. So I don't. I don't hold too bad of a grudge against them. But apparently, they are trying to like fix Anthem, which. I, uh, they shouldn't. Anthem should be left in the dust. Yeah, I think it should have been. They should. I gotta give they it. They should them. try and make a new game similar but better. Like I, I don't think that they're not gonna pull a No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is like a one in like one million chances of it ever happening. No, I think the only game that will pull a No Man's Sky is Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but Cyberpunk isn't No Man's Sky bad though. People are saying it's worse. It's That's not. The thing. No, it's not. Nowhere near. It's like, okay, I Cyberpunk can see where they're coming content. from. But the, the, the issue, the difference is that... Uh, well, no, actually, there's not really much of a difference. Because No Man's Sky promised a lot of things, didn't deliver. So did Cyberpunk. So I mean, Cyberpunk just, uh, promised quite a few things. They didn't deliver on them. Yeah, but uh, see, I don't know how buggy No Man's Sky was when it first came out. I wouldn't say No Man's Sky was buggy, but they offered, in terms of size... Way more. There was, they they offered well, way I, more. I remember as soon as No Man's Sky launched, I remember someone, some reviewer, uh, uh like the way he described it was a really vast ocean, but it's shin deep, like shin level deep. Yeah, that's about. So it. yeah, I I think. But I mean now, now No Man's Sky it. is like one of the. It's got a diehard fan base of. They've oh, I really love it. completely done a 180 on it. They've done really well on it. I mean, I, I never really got into it, but I, I know I know it it's can cool. be a good it's a good game now from what it was. Anyway. Like graphically but, yeah. it's, it's fun as hell. Graphically it is graphically it's beautiful. It's very uh I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like a sort of comical graphics, but not comical. Yeah. You know I mean very colourful, very vibrant. Yeah. Very uh like cartoony. To an extent, and I think that's what people like about it, like the ships and stuff. They're cool. I I love the ships. Well, I mean, the ships are nice, but I only go for like if I ever play it. Like, I only go for a specific looking ship, and it has to be like a really cool, sleek one, uh, like a pointy one. Oh, I go for the big, bulky ones with the massive wings on the side. Yeah, I, don't, I like the sleek. Which I'm sleek look. I'm glad I did because next time I play it, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see if I can get a silverish one and just name it Razorcrest. <laughs> <laughs> because they look like those. I was like, it looks like Razorcrest. I'm like, damn, uh, that's cool. How do you find the Mandalorian anyway? R.I.P. Razorcrest. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. It blew Little up. Miss you. <laughs> I forgot. It blew up. <laughs> anyway, Mandalorian is amazing. I love it. Oh, amazing. Beautiful show. I re I rewatched it again recently in two days. I finished all episodes in two days. What's your opinion on the statement Disney ruined Star Wars? It's hard. Because hard. I don't think they did. Yes, it's like the new sequel but, isn't great. See, the 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 way I I look at it is with the new seek the new uh the new trilogy. If you look at it. Uh, like as a as a continuation of the the previous six films, it's shit. Oh yeah. But if you look at them, if bad. you look at them on their own, like if they were just come out fresh, no other previous Star Wars films, just those films, first three films ever. It's they're decent. Yeah. They're they're not horrendous. They're not like A grade. They're they're C D grade maybe maybe in between the two. They're not trash. They're not great. They're mediocre. I think they're watchable. That that's the issue I think Disney went with them. They went for a more watchable experience than an actual uh like uh what George Lucas went with the original six, the more uh, in depth sort of feel. I think if it was split off and not directly linked, and if we didn't get things like Luke and Leia, but we still had people like Kylo Ren and we didn't know he was Ben mm. Skywalker, then I think that it would have done a lot better. As a s as like a separate piece and 
one other point I want to make. On the Rise of Skywalker, that's the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was I think Ray should have stayed dead at the very end. And Kylo Shirts like came out on top as the Rise of Skywalker. Technically, that's what just... I think should have happened. I think they should have both lived, right? Yeah. Got together and had a kid, and that could be the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, there we go. There we go. Fixing, fixing. Doesn't need, uh, Star Wars. Doesn't need to Ray go. Ray from suddenly become a Skywalker from a Palpatine all of a sudden. Like, does Ray even have a last name? Do we even know her last name? Yeah, it's name? Palpatine. No, before yeah, it's Palpatine. before we knew she was related to the Palpatine. No, she was just Ray. See, that annoys me a little like bit. Like she said in uh, Force Awakens, the first one of the trilogy. She said, uh, I think it was to Moz Kanada. Moz Kanada is like, who are you? And Ray said, Ray. And then she was like, Ray who? And she was like, I don't know my family. So I'm just Ray. And it was like, excellent writing there, J.J. Abrams. Like, Good shit. Thing is, it's that, that sounds similar to like, whenever anyone in Doctor Who asks who the Doctor's name is, who are you? I'm the Doctor. Except, because... The Doctor is one or mysterious thing that no one really knows who he is. Or she, now. Oh, well, yeah. They. they. Yeah, we'll, we'll say they, because there's been multiple genders now. Apparently there's, like, two women who've been the Doctor, which fucks up the timeline completely, but you're not a Doctor. Nah, it doesn't matter. You're not a Doctor Who. Wait, are you a Doctor Who fan? No. Yeah, so All you... I know is that Doctor Who went downhill, like, uh, years ago, and I, I just don't care. I've yeah. never watched an episode and enjoyed it, so... Uh, 2005, 2010 were great with Tennant. Uh, you'll hear everyone say, speak praise from, like, like the earlier series. Not just because David Tennant's a good actor. Oh, yeah, you know, David Tennant's a great actor. Like, the, um... Uh, The Family of Blood... Or something like that is like one of my favorite episodes because it just shows like, like the seriousness of what the Doctor is. But back to back to Star Wars. Um. What 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 even were we on about? Ray Ray, and Ray bad like that. Okay, that new Star Wars bad writing. Just the movies, a lot of it was down to bad writing. What, you mean in the final film when Poe says somehow Palpatine's returned and doesn't go into any explaining? You think that's bad writing? <laughs> oh, no, that's great writing, of course. <laughs> like, that puts every other good movie to shame. Uh, like, I can't get over that. Yeah. It, was, it was explained like a second after by um, uh, Mary from Lord of the Rings, the actor. He said, cloning. A dark Sith <laughs> secret. <laughs> secret of the Sith or whatever. Is it really a secret though? Because like the whole like throughout like I mean like if you go back like sixty years? No, because yeah. there was a whole army made of clones. Yeah. Like, like what what's so secret about that exactly? Uh it's just well I guess it's been sixty years, so nobody really like Everyone there was born after the Clone Wars. Literally everyone, other than C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah, they're like really old. Like those, those are really and old. And they're, they're really old, and they're in perfect condition. I think a lot of that is... Well, R2-D2 sort of makes, a se makes sense, because he's a repair droid. Sort of. But like, surely you want to update him at some point. But and, 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 the, only, the only thing wrong with C-3PO? He's got a red arm. That annoyed me. That's it. That annoyed me. That, that that's the only thing. But I must say, one of my favorite characters from that trilogy is uh, is from Rise of Skywalker, and it's uh, Baba Yek. Okay. No, Babu Freak. Babu Freak. That's the one. You know, the little dude who uh, gets C-3PO to translate the Sith language. Okay. <laughs> like the little the little alien dude. He's so funny. He's like, my name is Babu Freak. <laughs> So fucking great. I love him. He's oh it's so funny. You might have to you might have to look him up. Yeah, no, I've just had to look him up now because I'm just struggling. He's so so funny. Because as soon as uh, C3PO's like done translating and he's been reverted back to like normal, he's like, Hello, my name is C3PO. I am a whatever droid and I speak whatever however many languages. Wait, Who hold are on. you? I hold on, C3 hold on. Uh C3 
Hold on, I'm wait. What? Just put a uh, Rise of Skywalker C3PO reset scene. Hold on, hold on. Uh, for a uh, Babu Freak C3PO. It's so funny. No, I just want to look at the full name of the uh, of C3PO's name. That that's what I that's why I want to know. I it, I really want to know now. Um, where is it? Okay, I, what I don't I, understand. I'm, I'm trying to find uh, it. It's not coming up. Is that he's a he's a protocol droid? Protocol droid. He said yeah. he can speak over like six billion languages. But whenever we see him, he's not speaking like any language to tra translate. Like in the in the original trilogy, he cannot speak Ewokese. Well, isn't that because like surely? Well, the Ewoks are pretty self-contained, though, aren't they? Oh, they were, weren't they? Yeah, but until I mean... the Empire came across them. But can he even speak Wookie? I don't know. I don't know if he ever spoke Wookie. No, I think or he can. No, I, no, I think he can speak Wookie. Because the Wookies weren't. Because if you remember in uh, episode three, Yoda's on Kashyyyk with the Wookies. So no, you I, imagine. I think they all, he, he would understand Wookie. They all. I think they always had somewhat friendly relations because I'm pretty sure um, Yoda in Revenge of the Sith was on about going to Kashyyyk because he, he said good yeah, relations he was with on the Wookiees, I do. Yeah. Good good relations with the Wookiees, I have. Yeah, that, that's the exact line. To be fair, I mean, mean to watch Revenge of the Sith, but I'm just watching like the entire Clone Wars like just show. Oh, the, yeah, the animated one. Yeah, because I'm watching them all in like just chronological, so I went from Phantom Menace to... Clone Wars. Now watching the entire show. Then I'll watch Revenge of the Sith because I'm pretty sure at the oh, end. Oh no, 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 no. So it goes episode one, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Then episode two, which is Attack of the Clones, and then yeah. it goes into Clone Wars. So the Clone Wars series is in between episode two and episode three. Yeah, and then you have the Clone Wars movie. Because which you have to watch first. That's a prequel to the series. Okay, well I need I need to watch that. I'm only like I'm midway through season one, so. I'm pretty so sure the movie the... the movie happens before the secret series. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure at the end of season seven, which is the finale, Ahsoka and Anakin go part ways before Obi Obi Wan and Anakin go rescue rescue the Chancellor on the Separatist ship. I think. I only have only read like the break the um plot like the plot description and you get in get on Disney Plus, but if I'm being if I'm thinking about it right, it would make sense. Yeah, well, they also they did release the uh, the final ever series this uh, this year as well for that. Yeah, I, but I think that one has Darth Vader in it, so I'm not entirely sure. To be fair, Star Wars has expanded so much over like the last. Well, the no, no, 20... no, no, no. It's always been expanded. Ever yeah, since George Lucas was ahead after the the original trilogy. Oh my god, the amount of stuff Star Wars has in this Oh yeah, in, in terms universe. of lore, is massive. Oh my god, there's lots of it. Too fair, there's you, a shit well, ton of thing stuff is, in the You have Star universe. Wars canon, and then Star Wars Legends, which Legends is a whole a lot. different yeah, thing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of all the stuff after the original, after the, uh, the uh, sequel trilogy, after the prequel trilogy, sorry. After one, two, and three, a lot of all that stuff were put into Legends. Now, see, that's a shame because like there are some really cool stuff in Legends, such as like there's this one lightsaber which has this one Kyber crystal you only get on like one planet, and it's like super rare to even come across it. But it's a it's a Kyber crystal which can drain the energy off a Kyber crystal when fighting with it, and it adds to the power of the Kyber crystal that the Jedi is using. Yeah, I can see why that's been put into Legends. Because that's so powerful. And then you because have... that is insanely powerful. And then you're you a have... Jedi fighting another Jedi, or a Sith Lord fighting a Jedi. You have things like the, the uh, Cold Saber, which is like another thing, which is like it weakens Sith, like Sith energy and Sith magic, which again is really cool. I think literally every other lightsaber, other than the Dark Saber, Ahsoka's white lightsabers, and the yellow lightsabers used by the Jedi Temple Guardians yeah, te have been put into Legends. Those are the only three lightsabers that are not. Oh, and I think uh, Cal Ketsis lightsaber as well. 
from uh well, wait, Cal, well, Fallen Order. We know Cal um Fallen Order's canon, isn't it? Yeah, it's canon, that's what I'm saying. So his lightsabers, Ahsoka's, the Dark Saber, and then the yellow ones are all canon. But every other lightsaber like that's got cool stuff about it, it's not canon. Well to be fair, there's not really that much special about Cal's the only thing the only, apart from it can split in half, which I'm pretty sure in Rebels, Darth Maul's done. I don't, yeah, but I think it's I think it's uh, to do with just the the customization of characters. Oh, oh yeah, the color. That's the thing. Do fair like Jaro Topol was a cool character. Yeah, I, I mean his lightsaber it. looked really small for him. I I love the lightsaber. Like it was like, it just looked massive, and like when you like Cal was next to it, I was like that that thing's huge. Well, it was baby Cal at the time, wasn't it? Child Cal. Well, you know, at the time, Child Cal was using um his uh the uh, training one, and then well, the Padawan lightsaber, yeah. And then just as Order sixty six happened, he like Jaro threw it to um Cal, but it broke. Yeah, it did a break. And then you fix it on Daphimir. Did you okay when game with double ended lightsaber? Did you get it later on in the game or at the very beginning? Like, pretty much very beginning. Yeah, no, I got the beginning. I completely forgot about it, but I just went on Daphimir, looked around, and I found the table. It said, upgrade lightsaber. I was like, oh, okay. Double lightsaber. I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool shit. <laughs> How about that? But, I mean, I think it, I think he looks better just with the one lightsaber. Like, not the double, just the single blade. Because it looks just so much better. I didn't find out until, like, the mid-bar, like, the first boss. By the way, like, the bosses in that game... Not, they're not the easiest of all, especially the last one. I spent. This is what I'm saying. It's like uh it's almost like a, a Souls game. It's almost a Souls game, it's but it's always like it's teetering on the edge of a Souls game. If it was harder, I'd say it'd be a Souls game. I just felt it was a bit too easy for a Souls game, but not like you. You had to try. You couldn't like just relax and do it. Unless, Unless you were, like, like the season. easiest difficulty. Well, yeah, hardest The easiest difficulty is piss, man. Yeah. The easiest difficulty is so easy. Oh, my God. To be fair, like, the fact you got to see Darth Vader and you got to see, like, the witches from Daphimir, that was all cool. But I just thought the fact that Darth Vader was, like, shown as this badass motherfucker that you can't even, like, attempt to fight. Yeah, you can't even touch him is just the way Darth Vader should always be portrayed, because he is that. He is well, just this insane Sith Lord with insane power who can just fuck up almost anyone he fights. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure in canon, I, I'm pretty sure this is canon, he crushed an entire planet. Like, he just choked an entire planet with the Force. But he's, he's insane. Darth Vader is, like, the chosen one. That's what he is. He's the chosen one. I think the only... F- the There's only... There's only very few Siths that are stronger than him, and that, like mainly the most of those are ancient Siths, which yeah, but see the thing they're... is they're only stronger than him because he's like half robot for fuck's sakes. If he was full human, he would be the strongest. Well, because you have Darth Nihilus, you have like things like Darth Nihilus, like he was strong as hell. But I'm I'm talking about like the ancient ancient Siths. Yeah, like, like I said, like they... if if, I if think... he was never put into his suit. If he was never like, if Oberyn never like chopped all his limbs off and made him basically a cyborg, if he was just full human, a nothing could stop him. He would be the most powerful fucker, like that has ever existed. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But because he was, he had robot arms, robot legs, whatever, that limited his force powers. Well, hugely. it wasn't even that. It was because he was still really powerful. But the main reason why he he was weak, so much weaker. Was because when Palpatine or um, Darth Sidious put the the plate the suit on, what what he did was he used like the wrong alloys. He he made his like armor susceptible to force lightning, so he could kill him if need be. Basically, he just made sure that he wasn't able to overthrow him. Well, he made it so uh, he made it as well, so it was as painful as possible. Oh yeah, so that he would always stay like evil. Except I'm pretty sure this is there's a there's like a legends interpretation of it where Darth Vader was or yeah he was offered a new suit but he actually turned it down 
because the pain made his connection to the Force stronger. Felt to the dark side of the Force. Yeah. Yeah, it just... As Yoda said in the uh, original trilogy, is what? Uh, pain leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Yeah, which then you see like Kylo doing in Force Awakens when he gets like, like sort of shanked and like his just like lower torso, and then he keeps on like punching it, like a couple times, yeah. which I think was a cool detail. Like there were like in the the uh, new trilogy, there were cool parts about it, but not enough to where you'd be like, yeah, it's a good trilogy. It's like I said, meh. it's mediocre. Yeah, it's not the greatest. If it... It's if bad. it's on its own, it's mediocre. If it's with the other Star Wars films, it's shit. Yeah. yeah. I st- I still think Finn should have been the main one, of the main like, way more in- like, involved, and was like a force sensitive. That would have been really cool yeah. It would have made it better. Because the uh, the thing they do, George Lucas did it with the the original trilogy, so four, five, and six, and then this trilogy is they just have one main character who's force sensitive. Yeah. There's one. The original it was Luke and this one it's Ray. Like why why? Like I think we I think the the the, the, se- the prequel trilogy was cool because you saw so many people using for so many Jedi and it was really cool because of that. But yeah, they weren't they were not the best because of the writing and the, the CGI, but they were still good films. I I pre- and it's just and they 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 they're better off because of the amount of Jedi you see, the amount of lightsaber fights, the amount of uh, like just general cool Jedi shit. You know what I would like to have seen? More Jedi abilities used in like the um the original the original tri- the original prequel trilogy prequel trilogy. Well, the prequel Wait. trilogy you had in the first one we saw uh Force Speed used by Qui Gon and Obi Wan. To uh, Liam Neeson's Qui Gon Jinn, my favorite character. In the entire thing. Say what you want, my favourite character. Uh, in 2 and 3, you've got Anakin's, like, premonitions. Yeah, but to be fair, doesn't Yoda, to be fair, we, Yoda has that some sort, we just don't visually see it. Because he warns yeah, him but, about well, it. Yeah, but at least we saw it, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you've got, like, the, the jump, the, the Jedi jump that we see with Obi-Wan and Anakin. I'm, I'm convinced gravity doesn't affect Jedis. <laughs> It just doesn't. No, it does, but they use the Force. That's yeah. the thing. They use the Force to help. You see, what I would like to have seen is... You know Plo Koon? Mm. Pretty sure that's the guy who got The guy who got blown up in his ship. Yeah. In Order 66. I'm, okay, I'm convinced Palpatine planned that he'd be in a ship. Because, basically, Plo Koon has the ability to control the light side Force variant of Force-like lightning. I'm not... I'm not I'm pretty sure that's called, like, intrinsic energy or something like that. For like the light side, because on the dark side it's just called Force Lightning. But it'd been really interesting to see that because he's a really cool character. If you go, if you watch like the Clone Wars series, oh yeah, yeah, he's I know, a great I know. character. The only reason I know of him is because of the Clone Wars series. Yeah, he's just because otherwise he's just another Jedi on screen. Yeah, and um, what's a um, it's the green guy. I can't. I, Kit Fisto. Yeah, Kit Fisto. He's he's he not killed by Palpatine. He, he's an underrated character. Because, like, I, fa- I found out, just, like, through watching stuff on YouTube, that he's, like, one of the, like, one of, like, the, well, force, he's a really good force sensitive, and he's really good as a duelist, which is the only reason why him, why he was, like, the last one to die besides Mace. Because... Yeah, but, I mean, he died, like, 20 seconds later anyway, so it doesn't we... really matter. I, I, how aware you're aware of like tons of force abilities, aren't you? So like force scream. I wouldn't say that. No, oh, okay. I'm, I'm aware of some. Well, the only reason not a lot. Well, even though well, all of the Jedi's that went to you know capture Palpatine, or well Sidious, and well all died is because the force scream basically it just disrupts them and just basically just sends like just shockwaves of terror into them. What the? Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> You, you might actually cut out a little bit, but that sounded like, oh. that sounded like decibel for decibel, exactly that. <laughs> and I think it was only those who were like really experienced in the force and dueling were able to somewhat overcome well, that. Like the uh, the reason why Mace Windu was able to come over it because of the form of lightsaber dueling he uses. 
Oh yeah. He uses form seven, which requires him to tap into the dark side. Thing to, is... to be able to duel, and that's why his lightsaber is purple as well, because of his ability to control for parts of the dark side. Well, that's the canon for reason. His dueling. The real, no, that's the canon. The real reason, reason yeah. is the real reason is because Samuel L. Jackson was like, <laughs> "Can I have a purple lightsaber?" Yeah. And George Lucas was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> you know, it was um, I George Lucas was like, "Uh, yeah, we'll have to think about it." Next day, okay, yeah, you can have it. It was it was brilliant. Cool. I've seen tons of interviews with Samuel Jackson talk about it, and yeah, there's has this... got a badass motherfucker engraved on it as well. Yeah, yeah, he does on like the handle. Yeah, Samuel Jackson cool. is such a cool character. <laughs> yeah, the issue is with him is just, I think he's he's such a cool guy, but in every film role, he's just Samuel L. Jackson. Oh look, it's Samuel Jackson with an afro. Oh look, it's bald Samuel L. Jackson. Like, you know. Oh look, it's Samuel L. Jackson with a goatee. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean don't get me wrong, he's he's good at what he does, like acting. Like some of the roles, especially in uh, Django Unchained, he's good in that. Really good in that. Hmm. Uh what's it? Pulp fiction as well, he's good in. I've never seen Pulp Fiction. It's a good film, you should watch it. Okay. All of Quentin Tarantino's films you've got to watch. They're all yeah. really good. I need to binge watch them at some point. Anyway, we're come uh, coming up to an hour, so do you want to <laughs> wrap it up a little bit? Like I, yeah, I, I've do. got people calling me right now. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a real popular person. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> anyway, um, everyone who's watched, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to find me anywhere, well, my links will be in the description, which... You can find me on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash verdict, or my YouTube channel, Blueberries TLA. So, uh, Rohan, you want to link your stuff? Fuck you, I don't want you to find me. Man, there's that. <laughs> there we go. Chances are you'll be able to find this on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whatever I decide to put it on, because, well, iTunes, I know you have to go for like a real monotonous fucking way of it's getting all set up because Apple hates everyone who uses their wet stuff. Spotify, YouTube, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks everyone for watching and uh, we'll tune Thank in you. next time. Yeah, thanks. Goodbye. Yeah. Have a good new year. Yeah, ha- have a, have a good new uh, year. And, um, hopefully it's not as fucked up as this year, but still it probably will it, be. It, it will be. Like, it's not going to magically change. <laughs> like, at all. Anyway, that's it, and uh, Sarah. Yeah, bye.